Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hostess with the most by my side, Ms. Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. literally. And we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with some new news for all y'all new news. So, uh, Ms. Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? <sighs> so, so sad. Mm. Sounds sad, the way you said so. R.I.P. to mm. 41, uh, George W. Bush Sr. passed <sighs> on Saturday. At the age of 94, though. Ah, can we slow clap this brother out, yeah. man? It's unfortunate, man. I do notice that we're naming our presidents by numbers now. Well, yeah. no, I just... We have been doing I that. only said that oh, because they did say 41. president. Okay. Yeah, because okay. his son was 43. Right. So. But we expected this. Yeah. We expected this because usually, again, with was it Barbara, Barb yeah. Bush, when she passed she away, passed, yeah. we kind of knew old people that have been together for a long time. They the usually die. Yeah. yeah, they usually die pretty close together. Not my grandparents. <laughs> oh, I think my grandmother died as a teenager. My grandfather died as a senior citizen. He was living his best life. Living his best life. I'm like, damn, Grandpa, you ain't you still here? But um, yeah, so R.I.P. to George. Uh, Bush. Yeah. And that, but that's not W. That's just regular. How oh, is it? It's just regular, I think. Right. Just regular George. George and Bush. that's why it's weird because George George W. Bush is not a junior. He's got a different middle name, I think. Okay, so with that, you can still be a junior huh? because it's what you write on that birth certificate. Ah, yeah, you could be a junior without having a senior. You could write anything. You could yeah. make the first kid the third if you want to. So. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> Try it. You'll um, like it. But so the interesting thing about this, that they were, when they were going over his history, mm -hmm. um, he, the Bushes are the second father and son duo. Right. Um, and then. First was John Roosevelt Quincy Adams. Adams. Ah. <laughs> I was going to go with T Teddy and, um, what's the other nigga? Fr Franklin D. Did. Theodore Roosevelt? Teddy, Theodore. Okay. Teddy Roosevelt and Frank, FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt. But maybe no. they was just re related, but not brother. Uh, yeah, this was father, father and son. son. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about how Bush, even though he totally didn't like Trump, mm -hmm. nothing that he was about, he did he extend He did extend his hand if he needed it. It was an olive branch. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. What did Trump say? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but And it just shows that Bush, even though he was beat by Clinton, he still got along with him. He still helped him in his uh, presidency. Just a lot of good things about yeah. uh, Bush. So. And I think that this is a testament to the fact that when our candidate doesn't win, yeah. we kind of mm, we throw this pity party and we don't really appreciate all the maybe neutral, yeah. at least, as opposed to bad that uh, presidents have done, done. And, and, and will do. So um, R.I.P., to uh, George Bush and just, you know, keep your head up, uh, the, the Bush, Bush family, because nobody, you know, it's all it's funny sad. games, but at the end of the day, death is death. That shit ain't funny. But he's 94. He lived a long, great life. We expect So that. it should be like a celebration yeah. um, of some sort. Celebration of life, man. Yeah. So RIP. Uh, and now we're going to take it out of U.S. news and go, something they bought her. <laughs> What's going on? Sorry, that was disrespectful to everybody of the Mexican descent. But uh, what's going on in Mexico? So that was like a border rush. What do you mean? Like of Mexicans rushing the border to get in. Like, ready, set, go. Andale, andale. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to like that. What do you not, mean? Not, not like that. Race, <laughs> but yeah, it was 
and it wasn't the caravan, right? No. Nah. Which I don't know where they got the name from. But the border at San Diego, Tijuana, shut down for like five hours. Mm, Tijuana. Good they, were lot, they were not letting anybody in. The U.S. says it was about 1,000 people that tried to cross. The Mexi uh, Mexico government said it was only 500. What's up with Somewhere the disparity in numbers? Like 750, <laughs> nigga. Goddamn. Um, but 69 people were arrested. Mm. And where are they now? Detainees or? They're not in the U.S. Yeah. They yeah. were arrested in Mexico? Don't know nobody want to go to jail. Or Mexico. like border control, border patrol. Oh yeah, ICE. Yeah, ICE may have yeah. got them. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what sparked it? Like, was this a day of? Hey, we doing I don't this know if today? it was just a planned yeah. thing. Um, a uprising. Kind of like that, and right. I, it's been a lot of that going on. We just don't really hear about it. Mm -hmm. Heard it on Vice, ah. obviously. Hey, Vice. Um, but yeah, so it's a constant issue in mm. certain parts, and I guess you know the San Diego Tijuana border. That's Kind of. I guess it used to be open. Cracking. Yeah. Um, and, but it's not anymore. The doors of the church are closed. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, keep your head in Mexico and uh, enjoy the weather. You don't want to come to Chicago if you do you cross know. the border. Y'all might want to stay more so in that Arizona, Texas, California yeah. uh, type region because y'all don't want none of this uh, smoke up here. No. All right. Now, keeping with uh, U.S. news, we're going to go to M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I is still racist. Still racist. <laughs> What's going on? We knew this. Mississippi Burning. Yeah, so. The Ghost of Mississippi. Are you familiar with this movie? The Ghost of Mississippi? The Ghost of Mississippi. Is that with Whoopi Goldberg? I don't know. I, I, maybe. I don't know. No, isn't that what uh, she was Oh, you're thinking of Ghost. No, that's no, regular Ghost. No, no. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, but she also played in the movie when she oh, was married to. Oh, because she was Mega Everest. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. She wasn't that the Ghost in a lot of movies with Ghost in the title. But, yeah. So, uh, John, James Woods. He played the racist dude that actually shot him, and they didn't convict him. Okay. And he became very, very yeah. old, and it was a statute of limitations, da, da, da. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring that up. I yeah. just, you know, <laughs> I don't fuck with Mississippi. The history of Mississippi, yeah. right. And so Cindy High Smith mm -hmm. won re-election uh, for Senate. She was the Republican running, and I don't know if you heard, but she was heard saying that if there was a public hanging, she would be in the front row. Come again, say what? Yeah. So this white lady, she's a Republican, she's a uh, senator, won right. re-election. She said, quote, if there was a public hanging, I want to be in front row. The South shall rise again. Yeah. Why would she say that? Like, even if that's how you feel. Not saying that's right, wrong, or indifferent, but why would you say that? Because I've, down there, I've, they just comfortable. Comfortable mm. as hell. Yeah. And I think, I don't think Mississippi ever going to change. Now, this is my gun. I shoot cans with it. Africans, yeah. so. Mexicans, <laughs> any type of cans. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And this lady got elect reelected. Reelected. She was Gosh. running against uh, a Democrat, uh, Mike Espy, mm -hmm. uh, a, a black guy, an mm. older guy. But yeah, and, but it was close. So yeah. it wasn't like she beat him out the ballpark. It was like 55%, 47% type mm. of thing. So it was pretty close. So did people ask him, like, what's your stance on hangings? And he just didn't answer right? Or like, what no, swung I don't the think vote? Well, this is Mississippi. Mm. <laughs> so you know, I think if you're not right, like in those type of states, you need to go to vote. You can't slip up and oh I forgot, oh the lines were long. You have to go. So right. yeah, so sad news for Mississippi. That's more reason to stay woke and go vote, especially the working class. Um, you know what I'm saying? Who I, I, I don't know if we give ourselves enough credit for the power that we have to impact the vote, and it's not just in these highly uh, publicized elections, but it's each and every, every election. election. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go on to uh, Havoc and Chaos. Sounds delightful. Okay, so this, 
We talked about the detention centers, right? We did. Um, we with did. the kids yeah. being separated from their parents going to these centers. Mm -hmm. Well, in Torillo, Texas, they have one of the biggest detention centers. And they have workers, like 1,200 workers, and they're called direct care workers because they deal with the kids on the daily. So they watch them eat. Sit your ass down. They watch them when they play. They, they're with them and they interact all day long. Babysitters. Child yeah. rivers. Yeah. Okay. None of these people have had FBI clearance. Mm. No Pinky. fingerprints, no background checks, none of it. Come as you are. So <laughs> it's a little scary because now you're putting these kids at risk for yeah. pedophiles. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, child molestation, you know, all this type of stuff. And not to say that it's happening. Right. But the probability of 1,200 workers. Yeah. It's a lot of damn workers. And, this and is they my figure thing. these kids ain't got their parents. They don't speak English. They, yeah, they who they going to tell? Who you, who's going to be in your corner? Who you call? Okay, so get this. So they don't have to have FBI, or they haven't had FBI clearance, but the sponsors who are saying, whether they're parents, uh, relatives, or people who, who are just saying, I'm opening up my house for the kids, yeah. oh, they got to submit their oh, FBI yeah, we're clearance you. We're take you. ASAP, and that's what's taking so long to get the kids mm, to these sponsors. See, and this is my thing, though. Like, I feel that whoever's in charge, the powers that be, 4-5, whomever is behind this shit, doesn't look at these kids as kids. Yeah. You know, kind of with the whole three-fifths of a man type shit. Like, you have all these rules and regulations in place for American kids. Right. And then when you have some non-American considered kids, it's like, oh, well, shit, you know, a dog can babysit them or whatever. Not, not no disrespect to the 1,200 workers, but just saying, like, there's policies in place to protect our kids for a reason. Why aren't all of these considered our kids is my question. Yeah, and so the 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 organization right that they're supposed to go through mm -hmm. they've said they've reached out they've contacted but they don't have the the necessary means or resources to get all of these background checks done they right. don't have the money and right. it's like nobody is trying nobody cares yeah really that's Who what it boils down to nobody cares um but they care enough to check all these people trying i don't know if they're getting money yeah. for these kids like kind of like the foster care system and that's we why they have to check that. Yeah. Right. Instead but I would assume of, the twelve hundred are paid too. They're not just volunteers. They get yeah, some type of Yeah, they're paid, day. but they probably pay like an hourly, yeah, a nice, you know, little, wage little, or whatever. Amount, yeah. Yeah. Um. Because uh, Vice did talk to one of the workers, and they didn't show her face because the workers aren't supposed to talk to the media. And she asked, "Have you all been checked or told that you needed to get checked?" She said, "No." She said, "Are there any consequences?" She was like, "No." You know, is this a concern? Should this happen? She was like. No, this no. shouldn't be happening, and people should be concerned, but nobody is. Yeah. So. Sex and balances, people, man, and um, hopefully somebody can figure out a way to get involved and get some regulation around yeah. it. And that's the thing, I think, because this was, we're, we're reacting so crit critically to what 4 or 5 is implemented and the, the impact that it has. We don't really have policies in place to handle these types of situations. So, so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, keep your head. Young people, we pray that everything yeah. is working out in these de detention centers. I don't, that is, has a negative connotation associated it with it already. But, and uh, HBO has a movie. I can't think of the name of it. Detained. I was about to say, is that it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> sounds appropriate. It is a, a movie coming out next Friday, 8 o'clock on HBO, and it's about a, a boy whose parents send him over the border. Mm -hmm. You know, they pack his stuff up and they, you know, be careful, baby. Don't right. trust anybody. But they send him away because of the it's violent better. stuff that was there. The, the unknown is better than the known. Yeah. yeah, and so when he gets he gets arrested, they, they send him to these detention centers, just how they look now. Mm -hmm. um, and then he goes to court. But 
it's crazy because in court, you know, he has to have the headphones to, for the translator. And the judge is like, but were you a criminal there? Now, this boy had to be like between 8 and 10. Yeah. Were you a criminal? Were you in gangs? And it was just the way he was talking to him, it just freaked him out. It was like a lot for a little boy at that age yeah, who doesn't speak English yeah. to have to answer all these questions. Yeah. So I would just say watch the movie and maybe we can get a better insight to what's going on. They fuck around and arrest them for perjury or something. <laughs> hey, oh, you committed perjury on the state. Right. I didn't know what you were talking about, Yeah, I didn't, know. I didn't understand you. Anyway, we're going to keep with uh, new news for all y'all new news and move on, move out of the U.S., move out of the continental U.S. and go <laughs> to a land far, far beyond called Mars. Mars. <laughs> what the f is going on at Mars? Have so, we found life? No, I don't nah. think they found life yet. But we found water. Which means that life can exist. This was years ago in the science books. I don't know mm. who wrote the science books. <laughs> well, they. Charles Neil Armstrong. Take so that. NASA's Inside Lander landed five days ago. I think Monday it was. Okay. Um, it took them seven months, three hundred million mile journey from Earth. That's not That's a, a stone's time. throw. Yeah. Three. Like what was that? Seven movie? months in one vehicle. Yeah. So this is a robot. God, this is a, oh, no people went. No. Okay, this, okay. Is their, this is their robot that they're sending there. It's landed, and it's going to dig down into the core to uncover information about the early days of Mars and see if they can get some information on how Earth was before. Them niggas looking for gold. Before. They looking for gold. Well, no, they're really diamonds. looking to replace Earth. Yeah, like how can rich people move to a land far, far away? What was that movie with... Um, oh, boys from outer space. No. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, Close Encounters of the Third No, kind. stop, 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 stop. Alien 3. It's with a girl who played... Sigourney Weaver, Alien 4. Who played in Joy. Joy. She All played... Joy? No. She played in The Red Sparrow. Mm. Jennifer... Jennifer... Love Hewitt. No. Jennifer Lawrence. No. Jennifer... She was an X-Men and she played the one that could change. That could, oh, oh. I thought that was Jennifer Lewis. No, that's... No, no, no. Rebecca Ramon Stamos. No. She could change. The X-Men. She was the blue bitch. No, her name was Jennifer. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know who actresses that. <laughs> who played an X-Men that could change besides Rebecca was, Ramon Stamos? That was the old one. That, no, she wasn't in the new one. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't this girl played. What was the movie about? It was about Mars? Yeah, so they were on the spaceship, mm -hmm. right? And remember, the guy got like woke Infected? up. No, he got. Oh, he passengers. Was that it? Passengers. Well, it was supposed to be going to the planet, and you had to stay asleep the whole time, or else. And it then was he almost, woke a girl up. Yeah, on some I'm in now love you know with who you. I'm talking about. It's called passengers. That's, That's that. Jennifer Lawrence. I said her name Jennifer several Lawrence. times. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, girl. Nevertheless, you know, speaking of which, Jennifer Lawrence is the face of a Mexican. Um, I think it's either clothing or cosmetic line. Hmm. And there's a lot of backlash. Like, why is this white woman in charge and the face of this authentic Mexican brand? Just a side note. Just let you know that hmm. I read it. Maybe because she's, I don't know. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah she, she is. Sells. She's gorgeous. She sells shit. She is raw, though. But So, so that passenger, movie. that was some bogus shit. That buddy ass was like, well, you can just die with me. But and I'm gonna wake you up, and it's imminent that you're going to die with me. And he faked his move like he wasn't the one. The robot told on him, the yeah. bartender. 
We got but at, at the at the end, you know, they ended up building a nice life. Like when the people woke up, they made it was they a made whole it do. Yeah, they vegetarian. built a little. Yeah, they they they, they, it was some they built a garden. But he was bogus. He was so bogus just for that. That's very for uh, killing her basically. He pretty much killed her. Pretty yeah. much killed the bitch. Yeah. And there was no like uh, recourse for it. It was like there's no police. I think a thick ass version of Lawrence Fishburne yeah. was on there. And he died shortly thereafter. Yeah. So it wasn't like but no so policing. That's how long like. Cause they were going to Mars, yeah, so to and speak. And it took some minutes. Took you guys years. Almost be frozen. Yeah, they were. To be on that shit. So yeah, yeah just imagine how a long. Sign of things to come. Face this robot. If y'all haven't seen Passenger, check that movie out because it just really gets your good. mind thinking in terms of where things might be headed, right? Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Uh, so Mars is uh the next destination, the next wedding destination for all you future focused niggas. And all check right. out HBO. I saw had, HBO is, is they on it. point. They own it. They are having another show, and it talks about it's like. It's like uh, life under, under, under land. Yeah. Mm. Like they went in and the house. Oh, it was, and it was for the 1%, mm. obviously, because that's yeah. who going to buy a ticket to get down there. Middle Earth. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Y'all better watch out for them um, night crawlers. I've seen this movie called Descent. <laughs> and there's things that apparently live in the middle of the earth that will fuck your ass up. And they don't need no light to survive. They feed off blood and uh, a little bit of oxygen. <laughs> right. You know what I'm so y'all be mindful and stay woke on that. All right. So I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of New News. Why y'all new news? off our entertainment news segment this week, Miss Reese. Have you heard of Pelissi? Say it again real slow. Say it again real slow so I can hear what you're saying. <laughs> Pelissi. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 10 okay. okay, so look. It was a store that was created out in L.A., uh -huh. right? A luxury brand mm. selling shoes. Oh, shoes. Of all sorts. I thought they might have been selling pocketbooks. No. Uh. <laughs> no. Oh. So, come to find out, this store, Pelissi, is actually Payless. Excuse me? ...by the chain Payless Shoes. They held a grand opening of a luxury store with a different name but the same shoes and charged hundreds more for those same shoes. Customers paid. Here's ABC's Kana Whitworth. Behold, Pelissi. We built a fake luxury store in Los Angeles and filled it with Payless Shoes. The guests at our grand opening party had no idea. Guests invited to check out what looked like a luxury shoe shop. They're elegant, sophisticated. I just think it's so classy. And I could tell it was made with high quality material. A $35 shoe going for $645, an 1800% markup. Store owners sat on their heels as fashion influencers emptied their wallets. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Really? No, this I can't believe no, this it. My receipt say Palace. Oh, that does say Palace. They changed the Y to an I. <laughs> See what you did there. Damn. Yeah. Was there a riot? No, it wasn't no. a riot just because it was just a social experiment. They did refund everybody their money. Good. But it was the point that Damn. just because it's here don't mean it's of great quality. Just because the price tag is so high, it doesn't make it better totally than, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it was a really good, fun experiment. Environments matter, man. And this is why I say that. Not just on that um, have, have not, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That halo effect is what it sounds like. Everything yeah. around here is worth something, so I'm going to value anything that's around here. Right. I saw this post on IG, and it just spoke to me. It said, if you put a shark, a baby shark, in an aquarium, it will grow up to eight inches. But if you put a shark, that same shark, 
in the ocean, it will grow up to eight feet. A shark will never grow beyond its environment. Environments fucking matter, dog. So yeah. if you hanging around with these superficial, materialistic, only the price tag is how we Matters. quantify value type niggas, you'll fall for the Palessi yeah. social experiment. Yeah. But if you're somebody that values relationships, honesty, truth, yeah. joy, things of that nature that money really can't buy, yeah. you're on the path to winning if you haven't already won. That's my thought. Yeah, I agree. But that was just a dope post. So shout out to uh, my man uh, who posted that. Uh, Jamar. Shout out to Jamar for posting that, G. All right, so keeping with entertainment, man, we're going to talk about these uh, teens face being black. What is the deal okay. with teens, not teens, but people wanting to be black, but then black people don't, don't even want to be black? Why do everybody want to be something they're not? Or it's not, I think, like with this particular teen, her name is Emma Hallberg. I don't know if you've seen the picture on Facebook. Hallberg, you're not black. Well, when you look on her Instagram post, which mm -hmm. I did, she looks kind of looks like a Kardashian. Yeah, a yeah, look, yeah. A little tan. Work though, work or naturally, like does she? Does she, she may have on? some work. Like, you know just saying. never Any, know. You look like anything would work. But she, she was real tan, real tan. And then when you see a picture of her, like Untan. no filter, no tan, yeah. it's like, oh, girl, you're like a for real white girl, like Milk. a Naperville Milk. white chick. And so that was the thing. Like, is this? Why is this a thing? Mm. Why, like, like you said, why do people want to be something that they're not? Right. Which I understand that we all used to sometimes want. Stuff oh, that let's we... explore that. What do you mean <laughs> we all used to what? We all, what did you used to want or what did your friends used to want to be that y'all weren't? I just feel like everybody goes through their phase. Where you wanted you... to be something you're not? Yeah, like I'm big. I want to be little. I'm short. I want to be tall. Yeah, like when I was growing up, when I was little, I wanted to be lighter. Okay. You know, like that was You're a thing. Not the darkest. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, a dark skinned person might take offense to that. Like, no, I want to be light. No, and people do. People be like, no, I want to be your complexion. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, like you're the aspiration. No, I want to be your complexion. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we can't all have the transparency. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. At some point. Through your life, I feel like somebody, most people, have said to myself, oh, I wish I was just a little bit. And then I think as we grow into ourselves, we get comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. and don't really think about that. But this girl, I mean, the tanning thing is just a bit much. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, black women, that goes for the booties, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we've, we've always had booties, hips, breasts, cornrows, braids, right. but when other races do it, they get glorified, and I think that yeah. that hurts black women's. Um, I don't know identity. Yeah, you know, you know who I actually feel the most sorry for. If there's anyone to feel sorry for, it's natural black women that don't have black women features. Like, have you ever seen a sister that just doesn't have ass? I can only imagine <laughs> what type of lonely life that is. I, I would they almost tend to be today white guys. That, yeah, because they just kind of looking for a black girl, not some something in particular. Yeah. They're like, I yeah. just want to rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I want to rebel in your womb. But um, yeah, I just you know what I'm saying. So somebody like that, or like um, I don't know, a, a poor white person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these things don't go together. Yeah. Like you have so many advantages. Why are you Why homeless? Are you? Yeah. Speaking of which, I don't know if this is racist or, but do you notice that white people and even Hispanic people that are fucking down and out and homeless won't beg from us? 
You know what? They turn their beggar off when we come around, but they'll beg from their own ethnicity. And I'm and white glad people. because when I see other races begging, you I say no. I, I say nope. I got a whole bunch of brothers and sisters that I'm oh. running to. I ain't give, no. Let me show you poverty. Come with me. <laughs> You have on New Balance. This nigga has on toes. <laughs> Z, I swear, Z, but I don't, I don't know if it's me or what, but it's just like I pull up and I, you know, I'm in those neighborhoods where yeah. it's not us. And they see me coming. They're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, you're not good. <laughs> just ask, man. My kids love donating <laughs> to all people. I'm not saying I do, yeah. but my kids will definitely give yeah. you whatever, Z. And, and they, they just keep on And they be like, Probably nah. because you're a black man. Yeah, so I don't they, get that they as refuse much. as a black man. <laughs> They roll past my window with the sign. Okay? Right. Hey, man, that nigga bays, but I think, uh, I think he's black. I think he's black. Oh, God. That's what's up, though. All right, so, uh, man, fake team, any recourse, any backlash? Has anything negative happened yeah, to this well, story? Yeah, well, I mean, people have said stuff, but, I mean, I went to her page. I found her, her Instagram page, and it ain't like she's changing it or taking it down. Yeah, this is who she shits. is. She with the shits. She literally tans and take selfies all day yeah. so. and, and i think like you said it's kind of one of those coming of age type mm -hmm. things like we want to be everything that we're not while we're yeah. getting comfortable with who we actually are and that could be what she going through and my kids actually put me on this dude uh boot gang you might have heard the boy said but it's like if, if i was to steal your water i'd be like boot gang and run off with your shit right so this is just like i don't know when we came up snatch your time out or whatever yeah. game you play where yeah. you just legally stole some legally stole <laughs> something from people right so he is instagram famous for like i'm finna steal this diamond watch from k jewelers on instagram and run off in the mall with this shit and i'm really still i'm not bringing it back or nothing this ain't no hoax or nothing and uh he eventually got caught he eventually came uh close to losing his life you know what i'm saying just the price of fame type shit caught up with him and now apparently he turned his life around he goes by his um government name which is jonathan okay. and he's just all about positivity and upliftment and da 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 so when you see our young people that seem lost Understand that your ass was lost too. Yeah, just, you was just a different kind of lost. Yeah. You was lost somewhere else, and you eventually came around with enough experience. So never give up on our young no. people. Never give up on our old people because yeah. you never know when they're gonna get it. And my pastor always taught me that you can't live in another man's revelation. There's some people that are hanging their nose up like, why this girl trying to be black and why this and why that. Yeah. And then until she comes to that understanding herself, you can preach to her all you all want. It ain't gonna matter. She has to go through it herself. So just give her time. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to keep with entertainment, though, with some, um, I'm assuming this is randomly asked question rants. No. That's that show? Rock rants. Yeah. Rock. rock. Oh, rock that's a rants. person. Okay. Yeah. Raquel from TMZ, her show. That's so what I'm, I, been, was, I was saying I only know uh, Van. Yeah. He was telling me about this chick. Okay. <laughs> so I've been watching her, so her show. Her doing well. Every week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know. And this is a, a sister. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I like her. But but I, I knew it was a butt coming, dog. Like you can almost guarantee a butt was coming after that. I like her. But it's something, It's and I want you to watch. You got to watch maybe two shows. I'm going to check out. I'm going to check out. It's something that, that I'm just not, maybe it's her stylist. Like, I just want stylist her to be matter. her best. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she's a heavy set girl. Mm -hmm. Like, so, was or fat? She's a heavy set girl. I don't like to call people fat. But she a bigger girl, right? And so certain things, I'd be wanting her to, tuck, you know, and just... Nip and tuck. And maybe because she's comfortable, she okay, Bold right? And yeah. it but don't be... let your comfort make me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, she, That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm not uncomfortable with it, but that was just one thing I noticed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then 
You got to watch it and then just tell me what okay, you think okay, about I it. But she do have dope interviews. Like, so she had uh, Lil Bootsy this week. Lil Bootsy, badass. He still got a box. What is that? A box. Oh, the yeah. Haircut. Yeah, he do. He won't go away. <laughs> he will not go away from it. He do. So she went to his house and hung out and stuff. And um, he talked about Bill Cosby. What did he say? And so his thing, I, th I forget what she asked him, but his thing was, Man, I'd have been through so many parties, so many situations where I didn't seen them line up. Take a number. Waiting to sleep with mm. a celebrity. So he Bullsy was just like, ain't no celebrity ever got a drug, nobody. Now uh, he did we say. won't ever say ever, though, unless we're saying never say ever. Right. But he did say now, if Bill Cosby did that shit, he was like, he a sucker ass nigga. Yeah, you know how he talk, right? Man. <laughs> but he was like. I doubt it. I doubt it, and that motherfucker shouldn't have waited 30 years ago. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So now that's he, always going to be the debate. He, yeah. he went in on that a little bit, and it was just nice to see somebody younger. Yeah. Like, kind of say something and, and kind of and speak on. I must let you know that Boosie Badass is 63 years old. What? Yeah. He's 63. 63 years old. He's maybe not 63 years old, but he was born in 63, so he's about. <laughs> <laughs> He better be 63 years old. Really? He's a little older as far as rappers. But we respect You know what I'm saying? He got a nice hair care solution. And uh, we rocking with him. But this is my thing. Did you see the post that said, how do we miss the signs about Bill Cosby? And it was that scene where they were all out in the backyard. He made the Heathcliff Huxtable bacon burger dogs. He okay. had the uh, barbecue sauce. And like Elvin and Sandra was over, mm -hmm. Denise and uh, Martin, uh, everybody was kind of booed up. Sauce one? His special sauce. Okay. And he was like, haven't you noticed that every time they get my special sauce, they get huggy buggy? Matter of fact, I left a cup of it on the nightstand where I was there. Why don't we go get at it? And then, you know, it was just kind of saying, like, he been drugging niggas through barbecue sauce and otherwise. <laughs> And it was just so funny because he got to. it was funny because it was like, I mean, they that was actually an episode. Yeah. And now this. And it was yeah. just funny how somebody made the connection. And then the, the best part was when Bud was like, man, Mr. 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 Different world. How it's moving from oh, scene to scene, that. panning right. Yeah, that shit was cold that. and very nostalgic and very yeah. appropriate because it's the exact it's same the concept, concept of the spinoff from Groner. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I mean, when does that come back out? Because it comes because it comes on that F that family channel. Get it on a real channel. <laughs> I never know. So yeah, I have to figure I don't out where to no come information. up. <laughs> we'll have that for you next week on this, that, and the third. Um, but finally in entertainment, what we got? Well, the wait is over for some Lucky lady who has been waiting 10 long years for a ring. Oh, is this uh, Stedman? Is he the lucky lady? <laughs> Wait, what lucky lady? No, uh, <laughs> that's right, Stedman asked. Yeah, he's been patiently waiting for a track to explode on. And I'm glad you mentioned Stedman. R.I.P. to Oprah's mom. She oh, died. I thought you was going to say we lost. <laughs> Oprah, I'm going to say nigga win. No. Oprah's mom? Oprah yeah. had a mom? She did. <laughs> She died on Thanksgiving, so I repeated her. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know she had a mom. Yeah. So anyway, she was uh, hatched. Jules Santana proposed to his fiance of 10 years, Kimbella. Mm. Okay. And so it was on stage and whatever, whatever. I just, I was Kimbella's like. Kimbella's the name? Yeah. Was she like a love and hip hop? Yeah, she been on there. Well, how she look? 
Um, like just in general. How she look? She's cute. Cute. She's a. She's actually. I feel like she's gained weight because in the first season she wasn't that thick, but she's a thicker chick. She has fake boobs, I think. Mm. Um, blonde hair, real curly. Uh, is she a sister? Yeah. Blonde hair. Mm -hmm. Fake boobs. Mm -hmm. We're lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're lost. <laughs> No, but she she's pretty. Okay. Right? Kimbella's pretty. She don't need all that, probably. She No, and you know what? Joel's need that. He's the president. I think the boobs thing she got after her thing. kids. Yeah, um, you know how that be. And I think I've seen her without makeup. She's pretty naturally. With her just natural hair, it's curly. Right, right. She's so pretty. So it's like the Whitney Houston on that one album cover, Mary J. Blige Blonde. Like, you obviously know I'm just trying to be fashionable yeah. with my hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Um... But, yeah, so she's been with him a long time, mm. obviously did, dealt with a lot of infidelity, all that kind mm. of stuff. So I was, I saw the proposal on a video. Okay. It was at a concert. He got down and proposed. I think I seen Jim Jones in the background because <laughs> Jim Jones' girlfriend whooped her ass in the first season of Love Hip Hop like New physically. York. I don't even remember what Kimbella said, but Chrissy went over there and... Mm. You know, she's one of those like things. a female gym, huh? Yeah, she's, she's, she's <laughs> like, Woolen! I love her though. But oh, damn. Um, so I watched Love and Hip Hop in New York. Right. I didn't know Jewel Santana lost his teeth. I heard. He has new teeth. I saw. I recently saw a picture of that, and I'm wondering because what? I. Now, here's my thing. Somebody <laughs> said he lost his mouth to lean. Can you lose your mouth to lean, or does it have to have crack in it? Okay, so in the episode, he said he had got addicted to opioids. Mm -hmm. He did say lean. Mm -hmm. He didn't say crack. Not a but little bit, just a little like, bit of crack. He, he said drugs. Drugs. So let's drugs is all encompassing, including <laughs> crack. <laughs> right. Including so, crack. So, I mean, when I saw the proposal video, I saw somebody said, she don't want your ass now, nigga, you ain't got no teeth. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> and I was like, Come what, now. what? So when I saw the episode, he does talk differently. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, shut up and suck his ass. And you say you get work done to your dentures. It's gonna suck in your mouth, and it's gonna change the way you think you're a redactor. And all the lexicon uses stuff to do with. <laughs> he what just talk different, and it's no. so obvious. Man, <laughs> and he has I wish to I grew up, but I can't. go to jail or something. Oh, Whoa. he's on parole for his mouth. No, oh, whatever like, what? he did and got in trouble with, he's like on parole, on house, yeah. on house arrest. Probably so, wearing too many I mean, bandanas. So it's like you propose to her. You propose to her. Just so he can her. get commissary. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hold me down, babe. I'll be gone for six. But like, so my question is, girl, was it worth it? Mm. Like now. This is the worst possible time to propose. You know what I'm saying? Bro. He lost his teeth. He on house arrest. He coming off of these drugs that he was addicted on. Right. And now, sure, now, all types of now he's ready. Oh, I now ready. I love you. Like, You've been through it all. There's nothing I left. It'll be, I don't know if she, that was just the first episode. So then this nigga's going to die, probably. No disrespect. Hope he don't die. But, you know, it just keeps seeming like his shit rolls downhill and it gets worse and like, worse. I just feel like, girl, are you settling? Or do, like, do you still love him? Yeah. Are you still yeah. there? Yeah. Mm, Where are you? I don't know. So, but <laughs> good luck. Congratulations. <laughs> Whatever. Stop we won't slow clap that. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say this, man. The fact that our hip-hop yeah. scene has seemingly gone from the glorification of being a drug seller to now being a drug, drug user. user is real. And if we don't address this shit and really think, like, what are you chasing, bro? Like, lean gives you whatever type of feeling it gives you. Weed, perf, whatever, yeah. right? What are you chasing? Because those of us, let's call say the have-nots, 
just want your lifestyle that you already have drug free. We yeah. just want to have a bag to be able to not have to worry about having a bag to be able to do what we want to do. So when you're in that position, what is that emptiness that you're trying to fulfill through these drugs or yeah. is it because I, I know and I'll just be 100 percent transparent. I was talking to my homegirl about this the other day. I can have a fully stocked bar at the crib. I'm talking about Hennessy, Ducey, Gentleman Jack, any and anything I want. Won't touch the shit. Go out to the club, go out to the football, whatever, hanging out with them. You won't catch me without a drink in my hand. What? Like, what is it about being around <laughs> other people drinking that's making me, oh, I have to chug. You don't you know get how to drink up. by yourself? I don't want to. I have no desire to. Really? So my question is, is it more or less like these niggas are trying to fulfill a void or is it everybody's doing it. I don't want to be the one sober rapper, the one dude in hip-hop that's known mm. for not consuming drugs, so I have to dabble. And then, you know, gateway, weed ain't no gateway, but other shit is. is and yeah. now it's a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, just, I just want some information on how can we help those in, the, in that space to know that, man, you better than that <laughs> shit. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Create a new trend. Yeah, and with that lean stuff, you're going to need that when you old. And... I mean, not you're gonna need so lean, but you're gonna God. need the medicine that's in the lean yeah. to help you out. And, and now you're immune to it. Yeah. It's like, no, you you are made up of thirty eight percent Robitussin. Yeah. So Robitussin doesn't help you now. Yeah. But um, all right. I think that about wraps us up for yep. entertainment on this week's episode of This Then the Third, literally. So now we are going to move into our favorite and final topic on this week's episode, and that is none other than. Relationships. relationships. So what is topping off our relationship segment this week, Miss Reese? All right. Dear DC, my friend wanted me to ask this question. Her boyfriend suffered a spinal cord injury and became paralyzed. Oh, Christopher Reeves. It's been almost four months and he's still paralyzed. She believed that he is not worth sacrificing her whole life, considering the fact that she wasn't sure if she, was, if she wanted to marry him in the first place. Mm -hmm. She wants to know how she can break up with him. Please advise. That sounds like diary of a discontent black woman. Didn't dude get paralyzed in that movie? Diary of a mad black yeah. woman? Yeah. And he came back eventually. Church. Yeah, but they was married. Church healed him. But and I'm saying he was, he was able to walk again. Yeah. Right, right. So I'm just saying par paralyzation is not forever. No. So possibly not Possibly forever. not forever, but you don't know. No. Um, it sounds like she's teetering and has... I can't say has been. It sounds like now she's saying that she has been. Who knows? She could have been drunk in love with the she nigga She said she was, was considering the fact that she wasn't sure if she wanted to marry him in the first place before this even happened. I need documentation. I need proof that you were not <laughs> leaning towards. Because if it's an upward mobile, handsome, whatever, everything you're looking for on your list, and he's healthy, why were you with him if you weren't trying to go to that? Not saying that that's the truth or not. I'm just saying yeah. it's convenient to say now. Let me just say this. Bitch, get out. Because you ain't on shit <laughs> with this nigga. And there's probably somebody that will love him. And when and he bounces him. back, he needs to be with that chick versus still being with you with or ass. being alone or whatever. Give him space. Get your space. You obviously not 100% down for situations like this. And I've never been through it, so I can only empathize. You got to be 110% down <laughs> for somebody that is just dead from the waist down, blows in a... Thing to move their wheelchair, like no disrespect to the you know paraplegic, but that's, that's a, a lot. tall order. I know people that take care of their elderly grandparents, parents, parents. children. It is taxing. It is stressful. It is daunting, and they have those moments where they just want to walk away. So somebody that's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, nigga, you have no obligation to this nigga. 
So get out get now out. before he gets that false sense of security, like she'll always be here. And he, he on the other hand, is probably falling deeper and deeper in love the more you stay because he's like, she's down for me yeah. despite my uh, injuries. What do you say? That's tough, G. It's I just hope he makes a full recovery and the bounce back be real. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm hoping. But I, would, I, I don't know. Be honest with him and just tell him you've yeah, been thinking so. about leaving or whatever. And then leave. But I would still say be his friend. Yeah. Just because in this time he needs a friend and he yeah. needs help. But it'll be less pressure on you as long as, you, you know, if you decide to get out of the relationship. But I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, if you need me or I'm going to stop by tomorrow, yeah. I'll still come by and help. But you're no longer obligated right. to do everything. Right. And I, that's a lot. Like you said, y'all not married. So it's nah. it's really like I can go out here and be living my life right. and doing. And I mean, this could be our breaking point. Like you, said, like you said, he could make a full recovery and then find somebody that he truly needs to be with. And you can find somebody you need to be with. Yeah, And I mean, I think the opposite would be true if he... I don't know, leveled the fuck up and you wasn't on that growth pattern that yeah. he was on and he left your ass. Yeah. It would be the same. Like, ah, baby, we was cool then. But we're not. This now. is not then. This is now and we're not rocking. But honesty is always the best policy in my yeah. opinion. All right? What else we got in relationships? Dear DC, I haven't been with my boyfriend for two years. No, I have been with my boyfriend for two years and I love him. Aww. He's taken a short-term work assignment on the other side of the country for 18 months. Mm -hmm. It's been five months and we have traveled to see one another twice so far. In mm. that time, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. In that time, I met someone else, but we are just friends. Oh, oh shit! Must I tell my long distance boyfriend or let this play out until he moves back? What say you, Miss Rizzi? <laughs> shit! She had a concern with that two and five months. Yeah, two that's not. Five months. Damn, that's not a lot. I don't really like you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like once a month. If that's the case, if y'all doing monthly, then it should be yeah, it five should be visits. Five times by now, five bitch. months. What um, you say though? So that right there is kind of like who isn't serious? Yeah, yeah. And then for you to even say I met someone, you met a lot of people. It's just be like, no, I got this new friend, and we cool, and I think that friend is filling that void for her. Yeah, that could and be it. And it it cannot be physical. It doesn't have to be physical. It All could right. just be the hanging out the. We see each other, we're talking and all that. But I think in order to maintain that relationship with that boyfriend, you need to see him a little more often. Mm. If that's what you're on. Yeah. You know, but if you're not, so, okay, so if you're not trying to be with your dude that's long distance, close your mouth, okay? Mm. Don't say nothing. Shh. Shut the fuck up. Because he don't need to know. You just need to break up with them. And, you know what I'm saying, go on and Ease do your own. on down the road. Do you think. Make that um, uh, two visits in the next ten months and he'll get the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you are. three months before you come back. Right. If you are trying to be with him, then you need to let this new friend know, hey, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I'm with somebody. Um, we friends and we just cool. And keep that there. Yeah. I wouldn't mention, I still wouldn't mention it to the boyfriend because now he's going to be. Thinking about that, why he across the country yeah, yeah, yeah. and calling you and FaceTiming ah, you all the time. It's just it's not, it's no minute. good. It's no yeah. good for anybody. I say that I question the foundation of their relationship, not not in a negative way, but yeah. I just need more information. You were together for two years and y'all about to be a year and a half apart. How solid was that too? Because if you if he's been gone for five months and you already found somebody, <laughs> you've been with this nigga for two years. He leaves for five months, 150 days. 
and you're on to the next one. You see what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. kind of like, I question how serious, how serious y'all were. Because it's different to have been fucking somebody for two years than to have been with them yeah. for two years, right? And then also, like, what if I come from a military background? So what happens if, you know, this situation with somebody that got deployed and you're not going to be able to see them and they're not going to come back and you're going to be, you know, yeah. wondering if they're dead, you know what I'm saying, and writing letters right. and all that, right. trying to communicate and trying to keep the relationship alive. Typically, those people are married, but in this scenario, let's say they weren't. You might not even have to go into this assignment knowing, like, 18 months, we're just going to see what happens month 18. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't sound like that was discussed. It seems no. like promises were made, expectations, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, exist. And uh, for her to meet somebody that quick and to put a stamp on it, like, I met someone. I'm sure you've met hella people within yeah, the last five but months. But for you to that. say this one, that sounds pretty serious. Yeah. So I would just say uh, honesty is always the best policy. You know, you can't be a cheater if you're being honest. So speak to both of these dudes candidly and let them know, like, hey, I got this situation over here. And, bae, I got a new bae, potentially. And he probably fucking on something out there. Like, if he's not campaigning and eager for you to get out there more than twice per five months, there's a reason <laughs> for that. He's not just chilling and masturbating. So if he's, he's not telling you, don't you tell him. Right. So, yeah, you either tell everything or tell nothing. And you really don't have to say anything because it don't sound like you did shit yet. No. You know what I'm saying? So you're having an emotional affair if that's such a thing. And just keep it moving until you feel compelled to do otherwise would be my suggestion. Right. Okay. Okay, so the next question comes from Marcus Black from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Hey. He did a video saying that he thinks women um, should get out of the attitude of Miss Independent, right? Mm -hmm. um, he says that a real man is not interested in an independent woman, and if she's so independent, she can go eat herself, fuck herself, and do everything else by herself. They do be doing that. <laughs> um, With or without you, sir. And so, like, what are your thoughts? Do men prefer mate that is all the way independent mm -hmm. or independent but still knows how to let that man feel like he's the leader? Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the man, and obviously it depends on the woman. Ms, M-I-S-S, -S, by definition means I'm not with no nigga, no nobody, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm on my own shit, and independent obviously is what it is. But I would say, like, it's, it's a good feeling to know, like, I put it, I put it in this context. So you don't pay a hooker or a prostitute to fuck you or to go to dinner or to suck on you, right? You pay them to leave. <laughs> right? So if you already got an upward mobile chick that's, you know, firm in, in her shit, she's established, she's doing her thing, and she, hey, I got you an Uber, babe. good job, I got, got you an Uber, so you can, you know. <laughs> I think that's actually a good thing. I think men sometimes seek that, especially depending on the man. Right. Um, but just kind of being in your face, I don't need yeah. this. <laughs> what is that, though? What is that? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am, because <laughs> if you touch my shit, G, now you hit me. Now, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Well, not just but it's just, it's just one of those things where if you're not so overt with your independence, because yeah. I think that's um, actually an insecurity. Like, it's a difference mm. between a woman being confident in her shit, moving a certain way, and nah, baby, not on, not on no fake reaching for the bill, but nigga, no, I got this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had the last one, and I got this one. Because I think a lot of times we part of that, you got the last one, I got the yeah. this one. Nah, I'm just talking about, nigga, I got paid today, yeah. 500 ain't shit to me. Right. I think we find that attractive. But when it's this tit for tat, that's not independence when it's like, I'm going to pay every other time, or I'm independent, <laughs> but you still got to pay, or all of them shit. So if you independent, be real independent. Yeah. 
and be classy with yeah. your independence yeah. because the men apparently have been independent for, but we don't throw it in your face like, bitch, yeah. I got a car, <laughs> bitch, I got a job, bitch, I got a motherfucking no, place to live. No, we say, you should. Hey, you should. You should. This is not the 20s. You're not a flapper. This is not the Great Depression, dog. Like, it's equality out here. And I think that women should be independent, even in marriage. I think mm -hmm. you should, you know what I'm saying, not necessarily hide your bank account, but have some shit you're working on and towards. <laughs> And he'll be doing the same, and y'all have something together that y'all are working on. Mm -hmm. But if you don't come to the table with that, we enjoy to see you leave and celebrate your independence <laughs> in your absence. What do you say? Um, no, I got what Marcus was saying. Mm -hmm. I think those women that make the man feel less than right. a man is a little annoying. Yeah. And, again, if I was a dude, I'd be like, well, bitch, bye, go. There's be so many women out here, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put up with that shit. Yeah, I think it's just the way of doing it and being yeah. tasteful with it. So I think there's nothing wrong with being independent and having your own. Kudos, mm -hmm. as you should. Um, and I think a weak man is one that don't want you to have your own. Yeah, yeah. Because he wants control to control. Controlling, manipulative. I actually read an edit article earlier this week on subtle abuse. And it was just an interesting mm -hmm. topic because usually you think, like, abuse is, ah, I'm punching no. your face. Or, you know, I'm going to, you know, blah, 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 talk shit to you. Control. But it's that small little, <laughs> she's husky, isn't she? Girl, you know I was playing. You know I was playing. Oh, you too sensitive. Ooh, I've been, and it's just like those little, little jabs, thing, those yeah. little things that not just men, but women, women can also do, do as well. Mm -hmm. It kind of plays into that controlling thing. So if y'all can research and look up an article called Subtle Abuse and the mm -hmm. Signs Thereof, it'll be informative and you'll see if you're in a fucked up relationship more than or you know. Or if you're it. the abuse. Or you're the abuse. Because <laughs> I definitely saw some things like, oh, really? <laughs> That's abuse? <laughs> My God! <laughs> All right, let's wrap up our relationships for this week. Okay, last but not least, I think I heard this question uh, being talked about on uh, the morning show, WGCI. Okay. And it was, are black men, no, it wasn't WGCI, it was Mike Love on 106.3. Okay. And then you tagged me on the Facebook the post. The post from Lynn. That hey, he was Lynn, talking we got to the show. She got a lot of, like, anytime she posts anything, controversial or otherwise, everybody, 213 It might have been the same post yeah. that he saw. Yeah, okay. Um, and so it, the question was, are black men taught how to be husbands and vice versa? Are women taught how to be wives? When he was talking about that question, Mike was talking about his own experience growing up with his father. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he really wasn't taught how to be a husband, more so to be a man. man. Yeah. Um, and then the husband part, he just kind of learned going along. Mm -hmm. I think some women... Back in the day, we're taught how to be wives mm -hmm. because being a woman was part of being a wife. Mm -hmm. They meshed those two together. Oh, yeah, they I were think nowadays <laughs> we've separated that shit. Oh, yeah, mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be this woman, Man. and then when I decide to be a wife, we'll work on that shit. I'm going to be the woman but, you can call your wife. What? Call her. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to come get you. <laughs> I swear, boy. But I think women were taught. Back in the day, how yeah. to be a wife, how to take care of the house, take care of their husband or whatever. But I don't think black men were ever taught. I think they're just taught yeah. how to be men. And it's tough because generationally, maybe they were taught how to be groomed into being a groom and a husband. Yeah. But nowadays, now. who the fuck is going to teach a man, an up-and-coming young man, how to be a man or a, a husband or a father when we don't have men in our lives? I was lives. just about to say, if they're the not gonna married, they're not teaching. So now your mom... <laughs> Teaches you, overly teaches you everything she wished your father was. She wished her second husband was. She wished her current boyfriend cheating ass was. And now, 
when when the mask is revealed, you're like, damn, mama, you was just projecting the trauma onto me. That's not even realistic for me to do the things you're trying to groom me into since the age of six months. So now you just kind of figure it out on your own. You know what I'm saying? But no, I don't think that black men, especially, are being groomed to be uh, uh, husbands, unless it's for white women. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the only the only thing that we are either subconsciously or consciously being programmed to do is get to the money. Those of us is about something. I'm not yeah, talking about, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying if you went to jail or if you're homosexual or whatever, whatever, that you are less than. I'm just saying we're talking about heterosexual black men that have upward more mobility yeah. and voting rights, yeah. right? So let's limit it to that. We've been groomed to get to the bag. Yeah. I'm going to keep it 100, get the baddest chick, and the baddest chick is often not the blackest chick. And you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do all the other stuff in terms of uh, dog, white picket fence, cars, house, blah, blah, blah. That's what we're groomed to do. And it's not in-house. It's not like our moms are teaching us this or our father figures are teaching us this. It's commercials. It's music. It's, it's, it's seeing all celebrities go that route. Because like when you see a black successful man with a black woman, it's an anomaly. Yeah. You're like, damn, Steph. You know what I'm saying? You're like, damn, Denzel. You're like, damn, I, I'm done. What, what, who else has Jay. a... Jay, right? Jay, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, yeah, it's like we're you, searching it's, yeah. for examples of powerful black couples. So obviously that's not what kind of the standard is. The standard is when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. But you got to get on first. So we, we are more so groomed to get, get on, on by any means necessary. That. And that's how so many fall off by trying to get on. So now I went and took some shortcuts, took the street route, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm off. Yeah. And those that took the longer route, the college route, the the, the garbage man route, the yeah. whatever, building your enterprise route, you kind of get to that point where now I'm up here. I don't have anybody that's been with me since the beginning. Mm. And up here, I'm not really running into the authentic sisters no, that don't right. have that misindependent swag. Because yeah. it's like, y'all, we're on the same level, but you're so fixed on proving that, shit, you the man. How can I be the man for you? So it's funny that you say that because I, I don't necessarily say think I'm grooming my boys to mm -hmm. be good husbands. Right. But I do add a little, right. little stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Just because I want them to be self-sufficient, mm -hmm. right? So don't go looking for nobody to cook for your ass because mm -hmm. that day is gone. Whoa, gone. <laughs> I'm gone. Okay, so you need to know how to cook. You Golly. need to know how to clean for yourself. You need to know how to do your laundry. And just I, don't have the these thing. expectations know, of a woman. But I so know she, women that cook well, no, that don't cook. They don't want to do that shit every day. That's wild. Because my mama said, don't start no habits you can't, can't keep, keep up. up. Yeah. So if you start cooking every day, you're going to be cooking every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's real. She, she said, I don't cook any day. So. Goddamn. I do. I do those it is. Look, I do find myself telling the boys certain things that I want in a man, right? And so. There's a nugget. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna be the perfect guys for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's why you're gonna be so critical of the women they bring around. Like, mm, not, you're not good enough so for bad. my man. <laughs> that's so bad. I can't give my man away to you. Hey, baby, go cook some food. We'll find another one. She'll be, she'll be fine. You'll find another one. So it is it is hard. But I was watching uh, a show, uh, Tommy, nephew Tommy from Steve Harvey. Yeah. He got a show called Ready to Love. Okay. It's on OWN. And I've been trying to catch it, but last night they played like all the episodes. Mm -hmm. So, it's three guys, and they had, they may, maybe they started with like 20 women. They mm -hmm. down to eight. 
Some of these women, all, all of the women. You said it's called flavor or love? Ready to love. Oh, ready to love. Okay. All of the women nervous. are beautiful. Mm. All of them are doing something in their career, have major jobs, VP um, of an organization. One got her own printer shop. Nice. One's an international DJ. Just a lot of different variety. Um, most of them are over 40. That's kind of where the... Sexual pride. The That's where the... I see the issues arise because all the men are in their mid to late 30s. And some of the women are older. So some of them are very, I don't like the men. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been used to ah, yeah. dominating, running their life, running other lives, yeah. apparently, and just don't have no time for the BS. Yeah, yeah. So it Cut to the chase. Meeting with these younger guys, it's kind of like. Mm. He's still playing games, trying to finesse. So you see hey, them man. bumping heads. Yeah, you see Young all man. of this. Just it's a tell good me show. you want to fuck. I will do it. Yeah, it's a good show, and it, 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 it I say watch it. Right. Watch, watch a few episodes, and let me know what you think. But you right. do see the woman who maybe has been single or divorced or been by herself for a long time, how she kind of has become the man. The and man. it's really yeah. going to be hard for her to find somebody if she doesn't soften up a little a bit. A little bit. And my closing thought on that would be, young lady, you can never be the man. Yeah. All right? But congratulations on all your other endeavors. All right? <laughs> so that about wraps us up for this week's episode of This, That, and Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Be sure to check us out on all social media platforms and at our, uh, what is it, IG. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. It's YouTube. This, YouTube. is This, That, and Third with the third spell, I-I-I, like the Roman numeral three. And on YouTube, it's Calvin and Reese, the king and, uh, the king and queen of Chicago podcast but we want to make sure that y'all know that our anniversary is coming up uh early december yeah third but third thursday we're gonna celebrate it but the actual anniversary i want to say is like december next week it's your birthday, uh, right? Uh, it's your birthday. Yeah. It's the second it's year anniversary, birthday. so we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up with us for 24 whole months. And uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to jump on the wave, man, because it's about to take, to take off. off. All right? So once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third. As always, I got my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Ms. Reese Pieces, one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. All right, there you go. And in the